from PRX. Studio 360. A Charlie Brown Christmas is one of the pieces of ritualized pop cultural Christmas cheer that I actually welcome every year. I was in fifth grade when it came out in 1965 and a huge Peanuts fan. I I read it every day in the comics page of the newspaper. I I bought the paperback anthologies. And that score of A Charlie Brown Christmas still has this uncanny ability to transport me right back to childhood. It's strange but true, I think, that this score for a kid's cartoon is the most well-known jazz album of all time. And today, we've got the story of how it all came together. Our director will be here any minute and we'll start rehearsal. Director? What director? My name is Lee Mendelson. I'm a writer, producer, director of network television specials. And I first met Vince Guaraldi back in 1963. Oh no, we're doomed. My name is Jerry Grinelli. I was the drummer on the Charlie Brown Christmas record. This will be the worst Christmas play ever. This is Jean Schultz, the widow of Charles Schultz, the creator of the Peanuts comic strip. Okay, Mr. Director, the cast is set. Take over. In 1963, I was doing a documentary on Charles Schultz and the Charlie Brown characters, and I was driving over the Golden Gate Bridge, and I was trying to figure out what kind of music would fit a documentary. And I heard, for the first time, going over the bridge, Cast Your Fate to the Wind, which I thought was a fabulous recording. And something in my, in my mind said, you know, that's the kind of music maybe that I'm looking for for, for, a doc, for this documentary, because it's both it's adult-like but also childlike. It seemed to be fit our characters. And uh, so they arranged a lunch meeting, and Vince and I hit it off right away. He loved the Peanuts characters. About a week later, he called. He says, i got to play something for you. And I said, oh, please don't play it over the phone because, you know, you can't hear the highs, the lows. He says, i got to play it for you before I forget it. And the song was called Linus and Lucy. This recording became a social phenomenon, as did the TV show, half the viewing audience in the United States watched it. There was no cartoon industry, per se, like that on primetime television. There wasn't Charlie Brown dolls. <laughs> you know, there was this... So many influences came together at that point. Lee and Bill and Sparky, Sparky being Charles Schultz, They had done commercials for Ford, so they had the little kid voices. What I heard was just how marvelous he thought Vince Guaraldi was and how he had captured something about the lilting quality of the kids. You can almost, the way they walk along and bounce a little bit, that he had captured that in his music. It's probably... I would guess the first time that jazz was ever put on into a cartoon. I could be wrong, but I, it was certainly the first time it had ever been done on an animated network special. 
David Benoit, as a kid, is listening to this music and decides he wants to become a piano player. George Winston, as a kid, listening to this music, decides that's what I want to do. And that's how he gets into it. Wynton Marcellus, although he came from a musical background, was totally affected by the music. And, of course, the Linus and Lucy theme became the theme of the comic strip. When Sparky walked into a restaurant or a place, if there was a piano player and he recognized him, he'd start the Linus and Lucy theme, and everyone would look up. The, the music came to, came to mean the characters. Here he comes! Attention, everyone! Here's our director! And then uh, there was a nice instrumental Vince wrote called Christmas. Well, it had no name. It was an instrumental that opened the show. And when we looked at the show about a month before it was to go on the air, I said, that's such a pretty melody. Maybe we should try and find some people to put some lyrics to it. I called the f- people I knew in the business. All the people I knew in music were busy. So I sat down with an envelope. I'll never forget this at, at our kitchen table over in Marin and put dots and dashes for the notes and wrote uh, Christmas Time is Here in about 10 minutes. It was a poem that just kind of came to me. Never changed the words to this day. It was only about a minute long. And Vince got a bunch of little kids together to sing it. Mendelssohn was kind of a holder of Vince and Charlie Schultz's vision. People with some sort of quirky little vision. Vince used to call, Vince Garali used to call his tunes his little dreams. And Vince came to play every night. You know, that trio was, he came to play every night. It's amazing. Vince finally wrote a standard. Christmas Time is Here has been recorded as a standard, and Vince always wanted to write a standard. So he made it. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. That was drummer Jerry Grinelli, producer Lee Mendelson, and Charles Schultz's widow, Jean. They were remembering the Vince Guaraldi Trio soundtrack to A Charlie Brown Christmas. We'll have a new episode of the regular show in this podcast feed for you on Thursday night, as we do every week. Meantime, thanks for listening.